Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more. R slash, am I the bird? Oh, <laughs> And if you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. That all really helps out our channel. And before we do get into today's stories, I just want to thank some members who have joined just recently. So we'll start off with AMS0321 with a join, ADT with a rejoin, Yukani Yame, sorry if I got it wrong, with a join, Annie Lucy. Daniel Lavelle, the Typhoonigator, Lubomir Jurak, and Queen Cannabis. Thank you so much. And we had a cheeky one over on Patreon from Amanda. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and for everyone for spending 20 minutes of your day with the channel. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for calling my baby's mother petty for not letting me be in the delivery room? My ex and I were engaged but broke it off early into a pregnancy. We had a lot of issues but our breakup was precipitated by her catching me sexting people behind her back and a couple of flings. Overall, we kept it amicable through her pregnancy but I definitely wouldn't call us friends. I called to check on her since she is due in the next month and asked what the plan for delivery was. I guess I assumed I'd be in the room when the baby is being born. She told me due to COVID precautions, she has only allowed one person with her while she is in the hospital and she's going to have her best friend with her. That I could meet the baby once she gets home. I got angry and told her it was petty and vindictive to not allow me into the room to witness our child's birth. She snapped back and told me she needs someone who brings her comfort and she can be vulnerable with. And that's not me. Am I the arsehole for calling her petty in this situation? And there is an edit which we'll cover straight away. So the edit says, Since these have been questioned in the comments, I cheated on her. Yes, some of it was before she was pregnant. She broke it off because she caught me sexing when we were laying in bed one night and then found all the other stuff. We ended on the note we would try to be friends for the baby. We're going to try to go to counselling and seeing if we could fix things and work it out for the baby. But then she caught me in a lie. Not cheating again, but related to lying to try and minimise her hurt due to what I'd done. And she cut me off completely other than give me updates after each appointment and inviting me to a 3D ultrasound. It's been entirely her choice not to be friends. Her best friend hasn't been around for her pregnancy since she's been traveling for work. She's only coming back now to help with labor and recovery, then leaving again. Last, part of why I feel that as pettiness motivating her choices is because she is using COVID as a reason to keep my family from meeting the baby. She told me she thinks only my parents should meet her until she gets a bit older and wants them to wear masks. But she's still working as a nurse getting exposed to COVID daily. So how is it really that much of a concern to her? I feel like it's about control over the baby. Now that was a wee bit of a roller coaster. And I got to say, you're going to be the arsehole 
to me anyway in this situation. And I can't imagine many people who's going to say not the arsehole. I've heard stories without the cheating where, you know, wife or partner doesn't want their partner to be in the delivery room when they're given when they're given birth because they're in an incredibly vulnerable position. And an example of this is a story that I read once and it was a non-Reddit related one where the husband was upset that wife didn't want their partner in the delivery room and it was because she already worked in a hospital so she knows what goes on during the birthing process and all the various things that goes on during birth that they may not want their their partner to see because it may you know traumatize them maybe that could have been a bad choice of words but i think it's all about the wife being comfortable feeling comfortable to know for this huge event in their life it's not a small thing let's face it and then bringing the cheating back into this someone that you don't trust around you anymore yeah you're, you're automatically going to be the asshole to me and i'm going to stick with that one <laughs> but odyssey shot says you're the asshole giving birth is an incredibly difficult process so she has the right to focus on her comfort first really i'm surprised she is even offering to let you see the child i know many women that if while they were pregnant their partner cheated on them then the father wouldn't see anything but a court date for child support you should be grateful she is being civil as she is Bacon, egg, and cheese says, lol, you're the asshole. You don't get to watch your baby be born when you cheated on your baby's mother. It'd have to be insane to think you've maintained that privilege. I cannot imagine the mental gymnastics you were going through to actually think your ex is being petty for not choosing you to support her during labor instead of someone who actually gives a shit about her. Snoo Donut says, you're the asshole. You cheated, then expected to be there at her most vulnerable moment in her life. She wants someone who can, who she can trust and you clearly have proven that you aren't that person. Kay Snitter says you're the asshole. Given birth is a very vulnerable place to be in. You're not someone she can trust, so you are out. And one more from Infinite Player who says, well, you just want to have your cake and fuck it, don't you? <laughs> what is it about your relationship so far that makes you think you have any entitlement to be in that room? You've proven that you are not to be trusted. You're not interested in being there for her. You're only interested in what you want and she doesn't need that kind of selfish energy when she's being ripped apart from the inside. By the way, you say it's amicable, but if you cheated on her, there's a good chance she fucking hates you. But it's being civil because she's stuck with you in her life now. You're the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Does OP have any right to be in that delivery room? What are your thoughts on that one? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from our very own subreddit, Mark Narration. Get involved over there. And it's from Yarn Lover and it's titled, Would I be the arsehole if I wanted a different engagement ring? So I know I already messed up. I was playing games and watching anime on my boyfriend's computer. When I was done watching anime, I closed the browser and his Discord was up and opened to a chat with one of our mutual friends. I saw he sent her a picture of a ring and realized they were talking about him proposing. I already feel bad that I ruined the proposal surprise, but I feel even worse that I do not like the ring I saw. Apparently, he got the ring he wants to propose with from my mother, and it is my late great-grandmother's engagement ring. I think the sentiment is sweet, but it is clunky and I feel it doesn't really fit my style. I cannot tell him that I know, but I had previously sent him some inexpensive examples of rings I would like and am interested in, around $100 each, all colorful and unique in design. Of course, when he does propose, I will be excited and happy, but would I be the asshole if I told him I wanted to get a different ring? I know this sounds petty and entitled, but I am a bit sad that he didn't take into consideration the style of engagement ring I wanted to get. 
I was already struggling with the guilt of actually wanting a ring and the whole proposal bit, as we had agreed to get married previously, but he has never actually proposed to me yet. So disregarding the fact that I ruined the surprise, would I be the asshole if I told my boyfriend I wanted a different engagement ring? Now I come in straight away and I don't think you would be the asshole, you know, if you went about it in a delicate matter, because you know, this is something that you will be wearing, hopefully, sort of the rest of your life. I know some people wear their engagement rings as well as their wedding ring, and I know some people don't as well. So it depends if, you, if you're gonna to continue to wear it afterwards, which I'm assuming you are by this post. But we got to paragraph two, and one of the questions that was going through my head was, was your mother pressuring this ring as your boyfriend talked to mother and he goes, oh, I've got the perfect ring for you, use this kind of thing. And I'm, so, I'm sort of wondering if your mum played a part in that to try and keep the, like, the ring in the family. Not that she would have done it maliciously or anything like that, but just maybe, you know, convince boyfriend that, oh, this is a great idea. She's going to absolutely love that because it's a family heirloom and it's going to be passed down to you, which is doubly amazing, you know, a proposal and the heirloom gets passed to you. And that's just one of the things that was going through my head. And depending on what he said in this chat, how he feels about giving you the ring anyway, he may feel conflicted in himself. You know, he's given you a ring that you may potentially do not want because you've shown him rings in the past. And I think you sort of given yourself really the only option is to confront it after the fact, after he's proposed, or maybe show him some rings again and say, oh, I really like this ring and then see what he says, if there's a reaction to it. And whilst you're showing him, just say something like, oh yeah, because I'm not really a fan of like of clunky rings or whatever. But I can't say you are the arsehole in this situation. I don't, you're not being malicious about it. You just don't want to wear something forever. That's just not your style. And I can't blame you for that. So not the arsehole from me. Let's check out a couple of comments that's here. There's only a couple because it's only posted recently. From who is John Deere who says, would you be the asshole? No. Would I think twice if I was your boyfriend and you insulted my family heirloom and seemed more interested in having a ring that matches your aesthetic than joining my family? Yes. Edit upon realizing I misread. Not the asshole, but wait until after he's proposed. Maybe wear the initial ring as a necklace instead. And someone replied to John just saying, you know, the ring is actually from her family, not his. So, And then we had one more from Irish Brigid. Or is it Bridget? I'm never sure which way to pronounce it, so correct me there. I'd definitely talk to him about it after the proposal. Maybe you, OP, shouldn't let on that you already knew, but definitely talk. I am rather curious why he chose that ring instead of one that you'd already said you'd like, though. Was it strictly his idea, or did someone in your family talk him into it? And that was what I was thinking as well, about the mum maybe saying, you know, why don't you use this ring, use this heirloom? She absolutely love it kind of thing, but... Who knows? But anyway, what do you guys think about this one? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for not taking my husband to hospital after he lied to me? Me, female 28, and my husband, male 26, have been married for four months. I returned to work right after we got back from our honeymoon. My husband thinks I went too soon and wanted to extend our honeymoon or plans for a summer trip for us. But since we have to pay rent, electricity, and internet... We needed to earn a living. I work at a restaurant right across the street. My husband would call me during work hours and complain about missing me and feeling bored. I get home by 6pm so I understand how he feels since he can't start work until September. He called me one time from work asking if I could come home to watch a movie together but I said I was busy. He complained and ended the call then called me back 30 minutes later telling me to get home ASAP because he injured his arm and couldn't move it. I freaked out and went home quickly to find it was actually a lie to get me to skip work so I could watch a movie with him. 
It pissed me off. He did it again days later, saying his car broke down and I needed to come pick him up. Then I found out he lied to get me out of work so he could take me out for lunch. I spoke to him about it and told him to stop doing it and he apologized and said he won't repeat those shameful acts. Five days ago, he called me while I was working telling me to come take him to the hospital because he fell from the stairs and injured his ankle. I hung up on him thinking he was lying. He texted me but I ignored him since I had a ton of work. 20 minutes later, his brother called and was mad saying he just took my husband to the hospital for his broken ankle and I should have responded to my husband's calls and texts. I went to the hospital and my husband was very upset. I tried to explain I thought he was joking but he said, save it, I don't want to hear about how you thought I was a liar. Then went on about how hurt he was that I didn't help him in time of need and vulnerability. He told me to go back to work since it was so important and since I didn't want to leave it to help him out. He started a big argument over this. I told him due to his previous lies, how was I supposed to believe him now? He said he didn't even need to tell me and I should have known something was wrong. It's been days and he's still upset and asked his sister-in-law to stay and help him out. I felt horrible and like not a supportive wife at all. Okay, someone told me I should add this piece of information to the context and here it is. My husband suffered from mental health issues in the past year or so. Hence, he can't work till September. He's doing a lot better now compared to what he dealt with in the past, but still suffers from a number of symptoms, one of them being anxiety. He doesn't know anyone in the town we live in, just his brother that he sees once or twice a week. He says he hates staying home by himself and wishes he could have me stay all the time. And as always, before I go any further, I will say, you know, I feel for anyone who goes through mental health issues, suffering from depression. And Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Anxiety and, and many others, you know, we see it in many, many stories, but it's never an excuse to manipulate someone into getting what you want. And especially in this story where they're putting your your like financial stability at risk by you put you could potentially get fired from what he's doing right here. And he said you're accusing him of being a liar, and that's because he's a liar. He he brought you home twice under the pretenses of an emergency and you got back probably worried as hell and he's just trying to get you home for a lunch dinner or whatever it's everything that happened was the consequences of his own actions and you're not the arsehole for the way you called him a liar absolutely not but five pink toes says tell him about the boy who cried wolf the moral of the story is and i quote when a wolf actually does appear the villagers do not believe the boy cries for help and the flock is destroyed the moral of the story is that liars will not be rewarded, even if they tell the truth, 
no one believes them, not the arsehole. Is that a newer version of the story or did I just read a completely different one? I remember the boy who cried wolf and it, the boy got eaten in the end from my <laughs> from what I heard. The last time he, he cried wolf, the wolf grabbed him and took him into the forest. I mean, because no one listened to him. Damn, I must have read a... No wonder I'm so messed up. Curious Jess says, not the asshole. Get your husband a copy of the boy who cried wolf and tell him to stop twisting the situation around. He has some apologizing and trust building to do with you if he wants to be able to trust you. And the fact that that not only can't see that, but is acting like the victim here is beyond concerning. Antisocial Kitty says, not the arsehole. Right now, you're in the shallow end of the abuse pool. You are newlyweds. If this is his starting point, playing Cassandra here, the end point looks like you're both homeless and you prostituting yourself for his drugs or similar vice. He isn't going to change. You can't fix him. How much abuse are you willing to take? You need to seriously think about this. Find your line. Do it before he pushes the line too far. Your grasp on reasonable is going to slip further. It already is compromised. Draw your own line. Then hold the line, come hell or high water. Good luck. One more from Crash063 says, Not the asshole. Dump his lying ass. This pattern will destroy your current job. He's making you unreliable. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you found yourself in a similar situation? And what version of The Boy Who Cried Wolf have you read? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Bubblegum3112. Am I the asshole for not supporting my brother because I emotionally damaged by being the golden child? I, 33 male, have always known that I was the favorite child of all my siblings. 27 male, 25 female and 23 male. I always got the best things while my siblings got hand-me-downs. I had the largest number of gifts and the most attention. All of this mostly because I am quite gifted academically. Once I didn't get a favorable grade and my younger brother was blamed because he had been playing music when I was studying, which was absolutely untrue and I tried to explain it to my parents but got grounded. During university, I had a full scholarship so my college fund remained mostly untouched. When it was time for my brother to go university, he called me sobbing. My parents only saved for me and not my siblings. I gave him what remained of my fund, adding enough to the amount to get him through university. My sister got a partial scholarship and I paid the rest and living expenses. Both of them went no contact with our parents after moving out and I don't blame them. I myself am low contact with them. My bond with my brother and sister has improved a lot since then and we actually get along pretty well. My youngest brother decided he would take some gap years before going to university. Our parents and him traveled the country and abroad during this time. My parents had sent me loads of pictures of the three of them having fun with a son who actually cared and that I was a disappointment. When my youngest brother finally decided to go to university, he approached me and I agreed to pay. Here's why I stopped. A few days ago, I got tagged in a video clip of him drunk and cussing me out. I messaged him later that I was extremely hurt, but he brushed me off saying that he didn't mean it. I let it go. A few days ago, I met one of his friends from university and it turns out that he had failed all his classes and was planning to drop out. I immediately called him and after a lot of questioning, he finally confessed that he wanted to drop out. On being asked what he would do, he simply said I should support him and give him a monthly allowance. The amount he said was an average monthly salary in our area due to emotionally damaging him. He said our parents had paid their dues and I still had to pay mine. I told him that I won't under any circumstances just give him money for nothing and hung up. 
Since then, I'm being blasted with messages from my parents and youngest brother calling me selfish and an asshole for not supporting my brother. My oldest brother is with me on this, but my sister said I should at least consider it. And if I can't, then she will support him, which I feel bad about because I am a much higher earner than her and could probably spare money while she has her own husband and child to look out for. Am I the asshole? You know, your parents are obviously the biggest assholes in this story. You've gone out your way multiple times to help your brothers and sisters get through their university and I think that's an absolutely fantastic thing what you've done. You've gone beyond it, absolutely. You realised the abuse that was going on in your younger years and you tried to help out with that and that was the best you could have actually done in that situation. So well done for you for doing that. And whilst younger brother, 23, is an adult and he is an asshole in this story, I do have a small amount of empathy for him, not for his entitled attitude or anything like that, but I do wonder what's gone on in the background while he's been going on these trips, what the parents have been saying to him. We already know the parents have, you know, gave them, the rest of the brothers and the sisters, a shitty childhood. So what's happened to this one as well? And yes, I know he's an adult and he's old enough to make his own decisions, but I do wonder how he's been manipulated towards the rest of his brothers and sisters in this situation. Doesn't excuse the asshole behavior, but slight empathy towards that, I gotta say. But I know most folks hate it when I give empathy towards an asshole. <laughs> but Lizzie says, not the asshole at all. That is ridiculous. You didn't owe any of your siblings anything and have already gone above and beyond. Youngest brother needs to get a job and learn how to support himself. Barry says, not the arsehole, you've absolutely gone above and beyond to support your siblings already, and your younger brother is now simply trying to take advantage of you. No one has the right to call you selfish for not supporting him. If they want to see him supported financially, then that's up to them to provide that support. And just to add, yeah, I don't think you should be supporting him either. Enabling that kind of attitude isn't going to fix things. Biss says, not the arsehole, and all of your siblings need therapy to deal with the consequences of having such awful parents. But you most certainly should not support your feckless younger brother. Your younger brother is now the golden child. Let your parents deal with him. Ginger Candy says, not the arsehole, as my parents' least favorite child, I would never ever expect my siblings to make up for our parents' shortcomings. You were extremely generous and paid for their educations, but it's time your brother grew up and learned to be an adult. And one more from Cascade who says, not the arsehole, you are not responsible for your parents' abuse. You, a child, had no more control how you were raised than they were. I'm quite sure it also damaged you, if in different ways. You have supported all three of your siblings when it was your parents' responsibility to do so. Over and beyond what you could with your college fund. You did it because despite your parents' best efforts, they raised a good person. It was never your responsibility to make up for their failings, yet this seems to be what your brother has taken away from this. Your brother should be looking to his parents for that support if he feels so entitled. It was already incredibly kind of you to support him through college. I don't know where he gets off thinking you are responsible for funding a grown adult's life. You are not responsible and you owe him nothing. He is an adult. Time to grow up. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories and your verdicts if you choose to share them down in the comments? If you do have a moment of your day, would you please consider clicking that like button as it also really helps the channel. Any sort of interaction like that really helps YouTube, let, lets YouTube know the video is good enough to send to other people. I had someone ask the other day, what is the best thing for YouTube? And it's 
Number one is always going to be watch time. The more of the video you watch, the better it promotes it. Likes, it shows interaction and commenting too. But as I said, there's never any pressure either. Just you being here and enjoying the content, if you did, means the absolute world. Thank you so much, guys. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-sos, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.